Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. Today we are looking at the key team news developments and manager quotes ahead of Game Week 5. My name is Joe and joining me is a Fantasy Football Scout editor, Neil. Neil, how are you? I'm not too bad, Joe, yet. Uh, Friday night deadline tonight, so we'll uh, we'll wrap through these as quickly as we can because it's got a very short shelf life, this podcast. Okay, righty let's go. Um, <laughs> let's start with Leeds because there was, there was some news yesterday which will influence a lot of managers' decisions. But there's rumours today, and now I've seen nothing concrete about these rumours. So anyway, if you can explain away, what's the latest with Leeds, um, who play Newcastle tonight? Yeah, um, in terms of concrete team news, or team news that's been fed to us by Bielsa, Bampard's fine. Um, he said he, he's got no problems. There was, ironically, this also started on social media, this rumour about him having a, a dodgy hamstring. Um, there was a, a, a snippet of an interview he did last weekend where he said his hamstring was pigging or, or words to that effect. Um, but Bielsa said yesterday that he's got no difficulties. They have got difficulties at centre-half. They've got um, three of their four centre-halves out. So um, Strauch, uh, Cock and um, the other guy, Laurenti, mm-hmm. which just leaves Cooper and probably Luke Yalen as the, as the centre-halves tonight. Maybe even Calvin Phillips, we've seen him play there before. Um, but as for the yeah the the unproven uh, rumours which are doing the rounds today, I'm not sure whether I should give them the oxygen of, of publicity, but I will mention them just okay. in case they are. We're getting a, sort of we're getting a lot of um, chat yeah. in the live chat about that at the moment, so that's what they're here for apparently. Yeah, the suggest the suggestions are that Harrison and Rafinha are doubts. Uh, I think Harrison with illness and Rafinha with a muscle problem. We have heard nothing official. Right. so far from either club or local media. Mm. Now, obviously, with this being a Friday night kickoff, we're filming this at three. I would stay tuned to your internet browsers yes. and our Twitter account in the next three and a half hours because there could be something breaking. There could be, for example, the team coach arriving in, in Tyneside with Nora Fenia and Harrison on it. Um, but as yet, all they are, all they are at the moment is rumours. Now, Team news stuff has come from forums before, but a lot of 
Um, dodgy stuff has also originated from the internet as well. So there is nothing like proven so far about okay. Rafinha and Harrison. Okay, yeah, I mean... I... I, I was having a look at. I was trying to find a source of these rumors because sometimes there's some kind of you know no no, no smoke without fire kind of element to it. But I couldn't yeah. see anything concrete. I couldn't even see anything spurious like some some cheeky troll just posting oh Rafina's out and then it just gathering traction as as things do um, on Twitter. But um, no, I couldn't see anything concrete at all. So I think if you've got Rafina. At the moment, just play it. But as you said, you've got to keep 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 an eye on on um, on tweets. Um, keep an eye on what Fantasy Football Scout are saying, um, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll get we'll get some concrete news there. Um, Newcastle, what shape are they in for this? Not brilliant. Uh, Wilson's out. He's definitely going to miss this one. Uh, Bruce is a bit sketchy on the details. He's going to give a timeline on it. Um, Dummett also out. Dubravka still out. Shelby still out. Um, but they have had a, a sort of a quadruple boost in, in a in a sense in that the Fraser's fit and the three lads who got knocks last weekend, so that was Mankio, Clark and Willick, they're all fine to feature. Um so fitness wise that's the news. In terms of what shape we're in as a team, absolutely dire at the moment. So <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So so there could be goals in this. <laughs> you would, you yeah, would I imagine think will. so. Yeah. yeah. It looks like yeah. uh, that kind of game. Um, Six matches on Saturday. Um, Lots of interest in Manchester City against Southampton. That looks a very favourable clash as well as Liverpool against Palace. Uh, Lots of interest, particularly with the captaincy there. So let's start with City. How has Pep been today? He's been cheery, happy, usual, (laughs) laugh a minute itself? Yeah, you know him him very well, George. He's uh, been on the back foot a a bit because of what he said in midweek about wanting more fans through the gates at the Etihad. Um, as I've just mentioned, the team news. I'm just updating this now. Mm. That comment did sort of mask the fact that he was complaining about his side being tired, ah. which is never what you want to hear if you own yeah. City assets heading into the weekend. Uh, we do know that Stones and Laporte are out. Okay. They've got muscle problems, so they're definitely out. Um, so you'd think Nathan Ake would step in alongside Diaz, providing, of course, he had a he had a personal bereavement in midweek. Ake, um, so hopefully he's okay to, to the future. Those are the only two injury uh, updates we knew because. Um, KDB and Foden are both back last week in the matches squad. Both of them appeared in midweek. De Bruyne are very, very good against Leipzig. Um, and yeah, that going back to that comment about Guardiola complaining about tiredness. Um, yes, it was it was sort of uh, trying to rouse the hmm. the natives of sorts, but um, he did need an unchanged lineup from game weeks two to four. And he's had a lot of players away in international duty as well. And then he's had obviously two back to back games this week. So I would not be surprised if there are numerous changes this weekend okay um torres for example has had five successive starts of club and country just this just this month okay so that's um morning middle of september um cancelo bernardo grealish they've had three successive starts as well for club and country so these are the types of players i'd be looking at with a little bit of wariness okay so um, so we could be looking at, at jesus maybe up front instead of on the wing maybe yeah he was, he was benching midweek uh same with gundawan sterling um fernandinho as well so these type of players it's never that straightforward in the no. world and we've also got an efl cup tie going up midweek so that gives him an opportunity to to rest a few players as well could be could be jesus he has been so good on the right could be de bruyne up top he's played there a lot last season um sterling is someone he's mentioned before hasn't done that as much lately Forden as well, he's played there before. Bernardo's played there before, so he's got options. Um, square square pegs and round holes, but 
he has got um, false nine alternatives to, to Torres. I, my my instinct is that he will want to go strong in this. He does keep mentioning about Southampton being being good and and lots of people mm. raising their eyebrows because obviously Southampton are quite good, but they're not sort of City's level. But they have, yeah. um, of course, in the last uh, memory. I think it's the last couple of couple of yeah. years away from home. They've really got the better of City. Um, completely stopped their attack. So he's, he's well, clearly mangled him. Yeah, that's right. Because I, I think was it the game after. Mm. The nine nil, they yeah. played City, yeah, and they put in a, a much improved performance. They beat them at St Mary's as well. Yes. I think. Was it G. Adams' goal? Yeah, um, ran them close last season as well. I think not. Yeah. Not um, and that was at St Mary's. They did get beat five two last yeah. last year at the Etihad, but um, they put it again. They put in a really good showing in that game. I think that was a bit of a flattened score really for City. So yeah, uh, I can see what you're saying there. Um, I obviously he's got the options uh, to rotate, which won't diminish the quality of the side too much or I do think there will be changes this weekend okay and, and meanwhile Southampton let's not forget um, their, their team news as well how, how are they shaping up for this are they okay fit and ready uh, yes I believe so yeah two we already knew about um, Armstrong and Walcott they're still out uh, long and small one back in training but um, no other news to report injury wise uh, Raf hasn't will saying that he's not necessarily going with the same formation as last week it was a slight tweak for one for one also mentioned uh, Armando Broa could be uh, would be ready for a start as well if called upon. So he's trying to keep his cards close to the chest, but he's but he said himself, even if he comes up with a surprise lineup, Pep will figure him out within about five minutes of the game kicking off. So okay. what's the point? <laughs> okay, um, Liverpool against Palace. Um, I'll be captaining Mo Salah, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm a very proud owner of Diogo Jota as well. So I wish. Uh, Bobby Firmino, no ill, but I hope he's still injured. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's the news for Liverpool? Well, good news for you, and uh, he is still injured. Yeah. He's he's not going to feature this weekend. He is back in training next week, though. So from game week six, yeah. that's when the the jittery week to week nerves kick in. I think again with with Jota. Um, Elliot, of course, is out for a long, long time, um, and I I think he's the only other injury concern they've got because. Um, uh, like some Milner, I think came back. Uh, Arigi is going to be assessed for cramps, but he, he had his moment in the sun in midweek. Performed well, but obviously he's going to be back out of the side this weekend, you'd think. Um, Klopp talked about rotation more. I think that's we've seen a settled side. I think particularly in midfield, we've seen this in the past, and he's mentioned this specifically this afternoon. He says if um, we have a tired midfield like the engine room he's talking about, then we don't function. So, you know, like Thiago, Milner, Jones could come in to the thinking this weekend, but. Um, there is an AFL Cup tie coming up again yeah. for rest for key players, but we have seen in the past just to just to worry you unnecessarily. Um, that hasn't really factored into his thinking. He's he's well, as soon as a player's been in the red zone, this fabled red zone, he's been out of the side. Cool. Um, AFL Cup tie or not? So obviously two competitive matches this week already. Cool. It's a Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday turnaround, which Klopp said is the toughest one. So um, there could be a, one or two surprises. Maybe, perhaps Canati and Fomatip, something like that. Okay. Um, media suggestions that he will start one of the next two games. So, um, yeah. Uh, but hopefully for our big guns, uh, the, the Norwich match in midweek, the Carabao Cup tie will be the one where they get the rests. Um, so, um, Palace team news is going to be interesting as well. Um, lots of interest in their in their attack and defence at the moment. Um, uh, bad bad fixture run, but very much on the watch list. An improved Palace side. Um, yes. This is obviously important for lot, those of us that own the likes of Alexander Arnold and 
Mo Salah as well. So do they go mm. into this in good shape or poor shape? Pretty much the same shape, yeah. There's just the same three injuries. Uh, Eze and Ferguson are the long-term ones. Schlupp's still out. He's going to be back next week. Um, no fresh concerns that I've seen so far. I guess the big call is going to be uh, up front, whether he starts with Edward, who's two goals off the bench last week, or Ben Teke, who um, much maligned, but earned a lot of Vieira's praise last week for his, his all-round work. He's linked up plays off the ball, contributions. And actually, I wouldn't be surprised if he got the nod again this weekend because he's... You know he's he's an aerial threat as much as anything else. Liverpool's so good at set players. Um, he could be as as valuable in his own box as at the other end of the pitch. Um, but obviously long long term, Edward's going to come in for for Benteke, um, and probably like the likes of Alicia and, and Hughes will let another think in the midfield. But again, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a an unchanged lineup from last week, given that they hammered Spurs. Um... Probably this this next one probably going to be last on match of the day, but we've elevated it up the up the ranking order for us. Um, it's Norwich against Watford, and the reason I put them there is because a lot of people have Norwich players like Gilmore, um, and of course there's Brandon Williams, um, who they're probably going to have to play this week because of injuries elsewhere. Um, so yeah, I mean Norwich and Watford. Let's 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 give them the, give them their moment in the sun. <laughs> suddenly, suddenly, their players are of interest. Um, what what shape are Norwich in, and and how are, how are Watford? Yeah, this is a fifteen seconds of fame on the uh, Team News podcast. They've got um, Norwich have got um, Zimmerman still out, Fashion as well still out, uh, but they do have Sargent back. They've got um, Giannoulis back as well. I think um, Lise Malou is going to shake off a, a dead leg. Might not last ninety minutes. Um, I think that's pretty much Norwich summed up. Watford. Uh, Joao Pedro is still not ready. He's building a match, but it's after three months out. Uh, ben Foster is available, mm-hmm. and Kiko Fiamini is going to be assessed for match fitness. He's been working with the, the club on a niggling muscle problem for the for the best part of the season, so um, pretty quiet we all around. Okay, so uh, Brandon Williams is going to start. I'm hoping he does. <laughs> Do you think? You you would think so. Yeah, I mean he's um, he arrived. I said I don't remember saying he last week or the week before. Um, he arrived at a good time because. Uh, Norwich had just conceded five at City and four of them came from the left-back position. Yeah, uh, Lewis was, was hooked at half-time and then Mumba got uh, a bit of a tongue lashing from his manager as well. So he's done all right since he's come in. He's, he's definitely seen as the the, um, the first-choice option there. Okay. And uh, um, Gil- Gilmore missed out last time, yeah. but we think that was mainly due to international minutes and he should be, should be back. We think so, yeah. Yeah, Fark came out afterwards and said it, he'd played more minutes for him, mm. uh, I think, than anyone. And he'd been away with Scotland as well. So uh, um, he did frame it as a, um, a minute management. Okay. Uh, and maybe the fact that at least Malou's got this um, dead leg, which might render him unable to complete 90 minutes. Maybe that'll see okay. Gilmore back to the side. But um, yeah, um, okay. not as confident of, of Neil in a start as I am with Williams. But okay. um, I do think he'll be back. So good news there for some um, uh, potential uh, bench players. What Watford as well, just to go, just to go back there. Uh, the likes of Saar. Uh, you know, yeah. yeah. Nothing I've seen new, Four just, the, just okay. the ones we already knew about. Right, yeah. Okay. Uh, West Ham take on Manchester United. Um, I haven't got a picture for West Ham, for Manchester United. I've gone for West Ham, actually. Because I found this quite interesting tweet that you put up that you'd got from David Moyes about um, about Flasic. Um, mm. Yeah, so what, what's this about? Does this hint at rotation? Because, of course, they're going to be without Antonio this time around. Mm. Yeah, Moyes was talking about um, just... By the way, in injury news, West Ham are the, probably the fittest team in the division. They've got Ooh. no injury concerns at all. But even Masawaga was back on the bench last night. So wow. that's how good things are. Um, 
yeah, Vlasic was the, the main quote I picked out of uh, Moise's post-Europa League presser. And he was talking about where he likes to see him play. Now, he thinks he can play 7, 10 and 11. Now, I have to work out where those positions are. But I think that means right midfield, left midfield and in the hole. Basically, just any, um, anywhere behind anywhere. Antonio if he was playing. Has even has even played as a false nine for his country as well. So he could deputise for, um, for Antonio. But Moise was preaching patience with him. He said this was his first game. You know, it's easily a long-term investment. Um, was very, very happy with him so far. I think he's a, he's a great lad and all that. But... I he had his he had his first start last night. I do not think he's going to be starting against Manchester United. Ah, okay. um, longer term, obviously, a bit of a worry for likes of Ben Rama. But uh, for this weekend, you think it'll be Bowen up top. Um, four nails Ben Rama either side. Of him. Could be a wing back system. Moyes played that twice last year against Man United. Yeah. Might be might be sort of um, Cresswell at centre half with someone like Johnson coming in. Okay. Um, but yeah, Vlasic, a medium-term risk, I think, the Ben Rama. Right, yeah, okay. So uh, Ben Rama owners um, can uh, have some relief uh, for this weekend then. Um, turn to Brighton at Leicester next, because uh, um, defence is, is a key issue there, um, particularly with Brighton. So quite a few Brighton defenders knocking around in people's teams. Um, what has Potter got to say about his ever-evolving team of players? Yes, we've got news that Burns back. So Dan Byrne is available. He's been out for a while. Um, Enoch Mwepo as well. He's been back. He's, he's had, uh, I think he's had COVID. He's been isolating. Uh, Adam Webster's out though. So one in, one out at the back. He's going to be out after the October international break, it looks like, um, what I was seeing this afternoon, um, which is obviously bad news for him and, and obviously bad news for the Brighton defence. But does it mean more minutes for Duffy as well? Is that, is it, is that mm. sort of? Neil him down a bit more. I know Bernie is coming back, but he's been out for so long that you think he'd be sort of eased back in for now. Um, I think that's it in terms pa- Pascal of Pascal Gro- Pascal uh, Gross out as well. For oh, Pascal time. Gross is out. Yes, I beg your pardon. Yeah, he's isolating as well. Ah. He missed last weekend's game, ah. um, so he's not going to be involved. Tariq Lamptey is going to be back in the AFL Cup. It looks like so. That's next week. So again, another name to add to the mix. Um, mm. That could, I suppose, indirectly affect. Duffy because Beltman is equally accomplished playing centre half as he is right wing back. So um, obviously, the more names Brighton get back in defence, the slightly yeah. more of a concern it is for Duffy. But he's played very well so far this season, as I'm sure you'll yeah. attest. Well, there, there. Um, that's this is this segment. If there's any uh, Sky managers watching, um, this is enormous news because Webster yeah. is absolutely hugely owned by engaged managers uh, there. So they will have to probably be looking for um, a replacement. Um, and Duffy, um, yes, long-term question marks, but short-term, you would, you would imagine he would be starting. Yes, he's, you're quite right. I, th- I, think he, I think he's fairly nailed on for the foreseeable, really. Um, um, because I just, I don't know, Potter, Potter hasn't directly come out and said, hold his hands up, I was wrong about him. But Duffy has proven him wrong, essentially, <laughs> for loaning him out. Yeah. Um, so, um, Leicester issues at the back as well for them. There are. There always seems to be issues at the back. Um, Evans made his comeback last weekend and then had his first start on Thursday, but was withdrawn at half time. And then Rogers said after after the game that he's probably going to miss this Brighton match. Recurring to the same foot problem, um, couldn't push off on it. So he's, I guess, it's going to be Vestergaard and signed to you again. Um, Perez is still suspended. I think that's his last game. Justin and Fafana are still out as well. Um, we saw the likes of Vardy, Madison, Tielemans, Soyuncu all bench last night. So you'd think mm. if logic 
follows that they're going to be back in the side. Barnes played himself into a bit of form as well with a couple of attacking returns. Um, Ricardo Pereira was benched as well, so I wonder if that means he's going to be back in. I think in- injury forced him out of the equation in the last two um, with Castagna coming in, but that's that's two starts in a week for Castagna now, so I wonder if Pereira's fit enough to, to feature against Brighton. Um, but yeah, Ian Acho and Dak got their starts last night, so you'd mm. think they're back on the bench again on Sunday. Yes, I think their time will come in the league, but yeah. it's not possibly not quite yet. Um, so uh, let's look at the, re- the remaining fixtures. Uh, we've got one, two, three, four, uh, four more fixtures to go. Um, Spurs against Chelsea. Um, I've sort of put them because it, it's a tough, tough one to call, but actually quite a good fixture for Chelsea. But yeah, what um, yeah. what shape are Chelsea in? And 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 Spurs have they got anyone left? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's an increasingly looking like a good fixture for for Chelsea. Um, they are pretty much fine. Kant is fit. Um, Pulisic is the only one who's out. He's got. Um, He's back in individual training, so he should be back next week. So that's it for Chelsea. Spurs, yeah, we don't really know who's going to play because it's not just the fact that um, they were in Europa League action last night, so there isn't a specific press conference for Game Week 5. It's also that Nuno is the most unhelpful bugger um, ever since Mm. Eddie Howe departed (laughs) the Premier League. Um, Just doesn't give anything away. He says, "I, I don't know to pretty much every question, or we'll see, or he wasn't sure. Um, so we have flag Bergwijn, Dyer, um, Lucas Moura, Ryan Sessegnon, and Son. That's with injuries. Um, Tanganga is definitely out. He's suspended. Uh, Le Celso, Romero, and Davinson Sanchez are um, back in the country tomorrow. They'll have a day of training before Sunday's game. They've been in quarantine, yeah. of course, in Croatia. So whether they're going to be match fit enough, we don't we don't know. All in all, that's what is that three, six? I think that's nine players who are flagged with various doubts. Um, so yeah, it looking look like an increasingly um, mm. good game for Chelsea. Yeah. I know people will be asking about Son. Mm. We don't know. There was I think there's rumours about him training with the under 23s or something like that, but I've not seen anything concrete um, as of three o'clock on a on Friday, yeah. and I suspect we're not going to get anything. Okay. So so you that, know, uh, those yeah. those were the Chelsea defender. Those with um, a Chelsea attacker could be a good could be a good day for you. Um, Absolutely. I wanted to ask as well as a Christensen owner, and there'll be people out there with Rudiger, Aspilicueta, uh, Reese James. How do you think the the back five, dare I say, would mm. would line up for Chelsea? Chelsea's the last few teams I haven't done yet in my team news tab. Okay. Um, so I'll give you that answer within the next hour. James, okay. uh, you think would come back in because yeah. he's he was suspended last weekend? I would think that. Chilwell's still short of match fitness. He, he got a bit of time mm. off the bench. It's centre-half, which looks the trickiest one to call, really, um, because of Thiago. He was benched in midweek. Mm. Um, I guess Rudiger's the one who's kind of next in line for, for a rest because Christensen and Aspi have had theirs. Yeah. And Christensen, I think, can play on the opposite side as well. So Thiago is obviously that central okay. um, figure. And then Aspilicueta is the, the sort of right-sided one. But it is Spurs and... Um, I guess if I guess if Suns now they're not quite the pacey team they are so maybe maybe pace isn't a requisite okay. for this weekend but I wouldn't like to call it I think it's going to be this week to week uncertainty. Okay. Rudiger you think is the most secure but as we saw last season second half of last season not a single member of that Chelsea side is uh, immune to rotation everyone will get a bench in at some point. I think uh, going as people are looking going forwards and looking at future transfers I think a Chelsea double up would be 
a smart move, I think. Not just because they're a good defence, because you've got a back up there. Um, you may be unlucky with both of them missing out, but chances <laughs> are you're going to get at least one defender there. And they, they are. Their defence is excellent. A Villa against Everton. Uh, Calvert-Lewin still still out. <laughs> yeah, a bit of a bit of a sketchy uh, update from Benitez. He said he's going to be out for two or three weeks, he thinks. But also said he couldn't put a time frame on it. So he's just given us a date and then sort of backtracked on it. Um, I think two or three weeks is the minimum by the sound yeah. of it, and they're going to keep assessing him. Two problems, of course, he's broken toe and then he's um, he's thigh strain. Uh, Delft's out as well, a shoulder problem. I think that's it with injuries. Okay. Rodriguez is the ongoing saga. Um, match fitness, I think, is is being okay. cited, but but he is, clearly doesn't like him. Yeah. Um, and won't won't play him. And uh, Villa, they've got their um, uh, international players back this time. Uh, yeah, yeah. In the nick of time, I think Martin is in. When Dia are going to return tomorrow morning, which is the day of the game. Um, uh, that's, I am right in saying that, aren't I? Is it, is it tomorrow or is it Sunday? Uh, uh, it is tomorrow. It's yeah, it's tomorrow, yeah. yeah. yeah it's so the 5.30, so they've got until the evening. <laughs> <laughs> Martin is, of course, match fitness, not an issue for the goalkeeper. Um, when Dia, I would suspect bench duty for him, given that he's... It's not just the, the fitness issue, but the fact that he hasn't been around for the tactical drills in midweek. Um, Injury-wise... Not too bad. Davis and Trezeguet, long-term ones. Yeah. Two youngsters are out. Philogene, oh, Jesus. Philogene, but Bidace <laughs> and um, Chuck, Chuck Wilmaker. Brilliant. I hope I pronounced those right. I've got, I'm doing my best Paul Merson impression yeah. here. No, you're doing, um, you're doing ever so well. Better than me. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but that's it. Um, I guess now it's it's how the, hmm. the ongoing issue of how he, how he incorporates Ings and Watkins in the same okay. side. We saw a wing-back system last weekend. We've seen a 4-4-2 already as well with them both in. Um... Smith's poo-pooed the idea of Watkins playing as a winger, but um, there are variations of that. You know, there's inside forwards. Uh, Watkins does drift the left naturally anyway. So um, uh, Watkins looked the better of the two, actually, last weekend. I thought against Chelsea, he looked far the livelier. And Ings was, Ings was hooked midway through the second half. Um, just just before we mention the last two, just want to um, give a, a shout out to some of the people in the live chat. Thanks. Um, over 1,600 of you have joined us. Um, do press the like button. Um, and uh, Chris Smith, John Prabesh, Dan Elias, um, FPL West, Sharif Ali um and roshan um and many many more so i can't name you all um because there's 1600 of you and um so but thanks a lot for joining us and um thanks to chris smith in the chat for um telling people that arrive late that they've missed the leeds news and to later go <laughs> and rewind back so and also ask people to arrive on time next time well, we've been told there, Thanks, Chris. Chris. Yeah. Uh, two more fixtures to go. Burnley against Arsenal. How are Burnley and how are Arsenal for this? Burnley are generally fine. Um, nothing new. Just back up players. We're talking about Stevens is still out, but uh, Collins should be back amongst it. And Long and Robertson have been playing for the end of the 23, so they should be back in it. All of those players are backups, really. Arsenal... Um, They've got Zach uh, Jack is still out. At least he's back from from his COVID isolation, so he should be available next weekend. Uh, Holden's out, and Elneny's out as well. So again, two sort of peripheral players there. Um, I guess the only real line was two lines was uh, one about Thomas Party. Mm-hmm. Arteta says he's been in and out of training this week, but wants to play as as you would expect. The other one, of course, is about the goalkeeping situation. So Ramsdale come in at a very attractive price in FPL. I'm surprised at that, actually four point five million. Um, earned rave reviews from his manager and the fans for his um, not just his performance but his sort of uh, 
um, communication skills as well at the back four. Um, but Arteta sort of stopped short of naming the number one. I think there will be sort of uh, shared game time between the two. Okay. At times, there's rumours that Leno will come back for the North London derby. Arteta sort of dismissed those in his press conference saying that even I don't know the team for, yeah. for that game yet. Um, but it's still too early to, to be completely trusting that Ramsdale as a new number one as well as he's done. And uh, Burnley as well? Just anything of interest there? Uh, yeah, just just mentioned that. Yeah, nothing, yeah, yeah, nothing sorry, to no, report there. Some, yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, Wolves against Brentford. Um, that's that's where we end. Um, it could be the end of match of the day. It's certainly the end of the team news <laughs> today. Um, any injury news or team developments at Wolves? And and, uh, and what about Brentford as well? I, I saw there were some quotes with the manager praising um, his attackers, but they're not they're not delivering in FPL terms just yet. Yeah, he's um, he's. This was after last week's uh, profit display against Brighton, and Tony uh, Frank came out and backed Tony and and Bemo, um seeing they're working brilliantly together. Um, I haven't seen much team news from Frank. He was due to give it at eleven o'clock this morning, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen anything come through. I don't think they were expecting anything. They had a, had a pretty much a full squad last week, apart okay. from the longer term ones. Um, Wolves, that's uh, good news. Nothing new. So. Um, Bruno said this afternoon that they've got no fresh concerns. Wow. A squad of 18 all fighting to be involved. Obviously, longer-term ones like Johnny um, and Neto, they're both out, but uh, nothing new to report there. Brilliant. Um, so, well, that wraps it up. Um, uh, as, as Chris Smith said in the chat, if you've missed anything, you arrive late, go back and have a look. I'll try and get a podcast version if YouTube lets me. And um, uh, good luck, everyone with your game week which is coming up very soon um neil thanks so much for joining us and i hope you have um illuminated uh, people's decisions uh with your team news there uh neil thanks a lot for your time thanks joe see you next week